So, Philippe, uh, thank you for joining us this morning and uh, for opening up your thoughts about your business and how you got to the business that you currently have. And mm -hmm. would you mind introducing yourself to the people that are going to watch this video? Yeah, sure. First of all, thanks. Thanks for the invite. Thank you for having me. It's, a, it's an amazing opportunity to share our journey. Um, so my name is Philip. I'm the founder and managing director of Chef and Guest. Um, yeah, basically Chef and Guest, it's a platform that connects foodies, like anyone I think will love food and, and amazing professional chef for um, personalized dining experience into your home, short-term rental or even corporate events. Great, great, thank you. And I think there's quite a big need for it. And I'm sure that COVID helped you guys a little bit as well. Yes, uh, so uh, we we officially launched in August 2018. That was about two years before COVID. The yeah. growth was was slow, but then when COVID happened, uh, our growth actually, we, we had more demand that we can actually fulfill. And then, uh, yeah, it was, COVID was a blessing in a sense for us. It was, it was not a blessing for the other people in the hospitality industry, but we benefited from from that as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Oh, thanks for sharing that. And then the what makes you unique? Why should people use your services? Yeah, thanks for that question. So one one of the things that makes us unique. So first of all, uh, when we had the idea of chef and guests, there was different things that we realized. So the first thing on the client side, there was a growing need of um, people wanting service to come to them instead of going to look for services. That was the first thing. And the second thing is uh, we saw a gap in the market where people were looking for more intimate experience and traditional restaurants sometimes don't offer you that intimacy that you want. You know, it's yeah. often crowded or it's not intimate. So that's on the, yes. uh, on the client side. On, on another side, we also saw that there was a need, people had a need for quality food. Uh, they wanted to know where the food comes from. Yes. Um, and all those other things and on the chef side we realized that it's very expensive for them to go to culinary school when they enter the market salary is very low sometimes working under end management they're not able to express themselves so we decided why can't we create a platform that actually benefits both individuals so the foodies getting access to those quality food being um being able to actually have those intimate dining experience with their loved one and then on the chef side basically be able to use their skills and their talent to be creative and earn an income. Yes. So basically what makes us unique is on the platform, there's different chefs that you can choose from based on different dietary requirements. If you look for an Italian menu, uh, Mexican, African, whatever, the yes. platform actually offer you a wide variety of chefs. Yes. And then it's you actually in control. So you decide on the chef you want, mm -hmm. you decide on the menu, and then the chef actually... Um, yeah, so the whole process is the chef, once you pay, the chef yeah. comes to your house with all the ingredients, cook in your kitchen, serve you, and clean. So it's not just a food experience. We're about also a human experience by connecting yeah. you and, and the chef. Yeah. Okay. So the, the chef has to have a bit of a personality, I think. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Thank you for that. Um, so what have been your biggest learnings as an employer? And I'm saying employer, but perhaps, you know, as, as the person running the platform and with other people, what has what your biggest learning been with people in business? Yeah, thanks for that question. And I want to start by saying one of the things that's very big with us at Chef & Guest, everyone involved at Chef & Guest, is we, we're about building relationship with our staff, our client, our chef. So 
our chef are not working for us directly. So they come to us, they want to join the platform. It's free for them, but we really want to emphasize before adding a chef on the platform, obviously the chef has to have a professional background, working in, in good establishment, actually having a degree from a school. But then we also look at character because that's what for us is very, very important because we're connecting two individuals who don't know each other. And then above just the cooking part of it, it's that human connection that happened in, in someone's yeah. house. Yeah. That's on the chef part. So on, on the on our staff part, we it's we actually realize it's very critical to hire the right person if you want your business to grow. But for us, it goes back to the character part. Um, because one of the things yeah. that's been with us is we hire, it's not just based on the degree or the experience, it's mostly based on the character of someone who actually wants to learn and yeah. grow with business. And for us, that's very important. Um, so yeah. I'm hearing you saying a growth mindset is really important for people who you employ and for people who want who you want on the platform. Exactly. Excellent. So all of this is obviously running a business. And if you think about a business under demand, how do you balance personal life and business demands in, in your mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks for that. I think first of all, it's I would say it's it's not easy. <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult, and and I think uh, we've been yeah we've been doing this for five years. But I think everyone starting a business, especially uh, at the beginning, it's gonna be very hard for you to 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 have that balance because you have to give your two hundred percent into the business. But I think for me personally, uh, I would say it's my faith and my my my, my community that actually helped me going through, keep on going through when times get hard. And I'll say uh, I have also learned to surround myself with the right people who okay. give me the right counsel, the right wisdom, either either like business people um, or someone who's was was Christian. I'm Christian in my faith. Yes. Who helped me actually think through different um, situation. I think sometimes we yes. we we, we um, yeah we just focus on one thing instead of we're not actually seeing the real problem, and we need other people to actually oh. point yes. the right problem. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah, we had a, um, a coach out from the UK, and one of the big things is that independent view that somebody can give you and say, you know what, have you thought of this or have you thought of that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You yeah, wanted to say, exactly. yeah, yeah. I was saying, I think also one of the things that that I've been learning in the last few few years is I've learned to say no. I think sometimes we just get too busy, and then. And yeah. then it affects your productivity that will affect the business. So I think learning to, uh, learning to say no and take breaks, it's very important. Otherwise, you burn out and your business suffer and yourself suffer. Yes. And I think so, um, yeah, just taking time to exercise, do something, even open on the side, change your mind. Yeah. yeah. So so one of the business owners I interviewed last week talked about blocks of golden time that you know he puts in his diary. It's for the family. It's those five hours or, or two hours in the morning that is for him. You know, it's it's interesting how people do certain things in a way. But I think if you if you think about time management, and I know you can't really manage time, but if you think about it, um, you know, what are the important things that you have to put in place first? You know, those breaks, uh, reviewing your business, uh, thinking about the future, how do you want it to mm -hmm. grow, and so on. So, well done there. So yeah, thanks. We're looking at new team members for your business. Uh, what qualities are you looking for? Yeah, thanks. I think it goes back to what, what I mentioned before. I think for us, it's it's character, character, character first. Obviously, mm -hmm. the person has to have a, yeah, an education, a degree. We look at that as well. But I think for us, it's character 
and then the 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 and humble spirit, if I can call it like that, and yes. then the yeah. will to grow with the business. I think for us, for instance, we hired at one point someone who didn't have uh, the person had some knowledge, but she didn't have everything that we needed. But she yeah. was so willing to grow with the business. Yes. She wanted to be part of something. And I think for us, that's very important is yes. um, you can hire someone who's got a lot of degrees and a lot of qualification, a lot of experience, but then he, he doesn't want to, he or she doesn't want to put herself or himself into the business and yeah. grow with the business. And I think for us, that's 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 very important for us. I think it's it's about that than just the, the degrees and the character because yeah. we see ourselves, going back to what I was saying, relationship is very important. The people that we hire, we need to, we want to grow together. It's about yes. that for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Excellent. So, so uh, I gather a lot of your marketing is referral marketing. Clients who are very happy. They've had a nice meal, a good experience. Uh, their friends are around the table. Next time, perhaps one of their friends invite you or they would recommend you to their friends uh, in terms of you know, what you do. Yes. Yeah, so I would say it's it's both uh, currently. So we we do have I'll say fifty percent of the booking comes from referral, and then the other fifty percent is new client that actually find us through the different channel that we use, either social media or internet marketing and all those other things. Yeah, that we use. Yeah. Okay, so thinking about business now, and uh, you know, what are the common misconceptions that you believe people have about running a business? Yeah, thanks. And I think, first of all, I want to say that uh, it, it's amazing that we live in an era where entrepreneurship is everywhere, on TVs, on social media. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's that's a good thing because it shows that there is a, there is potential out there. But I think the, the, the thing that's been turning the wrong way is the fact that usually entrepreneurship, especially on social media, it's portrayed as a way for people to get rich quickly, have those expensive things, travel over the world, buying those cars, <laughs> rather than being something about how do I create values for my community, for my country, for my continent, you know? Yes, yes. And I think that's the narrative I believe that has to change. Uh, in Africa, Africa is behind and yes. we actually have a lot of steps to move forward and entrepreneurship for me, I believe it's the way um, for that. But I think we need to change the yeah. way we actually talk about entrepreneurship, or actually the people we we portray, portray as as success. Yeah. Yes. absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, you know, any type of program, normally you see the big cars and you see lots of money and you know hotels and airplanes and all those things. But as you said, you know, I think um, where you are and I am, the difference we can make is in our community. It's about employing more people so that we can help uplift the community even further. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Yeah. And and I think also another thing, I believe that entrepreneurship should be taught at school from the early age, you know, um, and then developing that entrepreneurship um, yeah. spirit into the kids. Um, yeah. And I think it starts from there, but also going back to why do we do that based on how do we develop their skills, their gifts yeah. to actually think entrepreneurship, but then on bringing values to the community as well. So, yeah. Yeah. In Action Coach, we've got a, a program called the YES program, which is aimed at specifically school children and getting them exposed to entrepreneurship and starting businesses while still at school. So if you think about new business owners, what advice would you give them regarding running a business and more specifically perhaps around financial management? Yeah. Yeah, I think thanks for that. I think when when we started Chef and Guess, I'm not a person that loves numbers. 
partner with that but you, you it's something that i've learned it's like it's very important you don't need to you can't neglect the financial management part of your business yeah. uh, it's very critical for your growth and also you have obligation with the tax man you know yeah. and i think also one of the things i'll say is i think sometimes when people start businesses uh, depending on the status of your businesses obviously but then regardless they sometimes confuse the business money with their own money so i think you need to be able to to split that yeah <laughs> that's very important and i think uh as as an employer you i think for me what's very important for me as well um is also based on my when i was still working the way i was treated yes. where uh, or about the owner of the business and then you realize you know but for me it's like my employee has to come first my staff and if i mean i need to get paid after i'll do that so always make sure that my financial are actually proper so my employee can be paid in yes. due time every, every month and i think um i'll say also one of the things that's important like as i mentioned I, i'm not a big i'm not big in numbers so i, I have a partner who do that but if 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 you uh, i'll say if you can teach yourself that skill do it it's very important or if you can afford it get an accountant to actually yes. do book and all the other financial obligation it's very critical um for your business you know your numbers yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So five years from now, where do you see yourself? Ah, thanks. I think we we are very excited about uh, our future. Um, we actually seeing ourselves in the next year or so or two uh, outside of the country. We planning to expand into the UAE, um, and then and then in the US as well. There's actually a growing demand. I think based on on a study, the private chef service yeah. is valued around to 18, uh, sorry, 19 billion US dollar. Oh, okay. um, so, and continue growing. Um, so we actually see ourselves having the potential to make an impact into the world yes. uh, with the way we approach uh, this service. Mm -hmm. And also another thing that's very big for us is as an African platform, we want to actually showcase Africa to the world as we grow, showcasing mm -hmm. our culture, showcasing our food, uh, showcasing our ingredient, the way we actually cook things and all those things yeah. through the shape that we have on the platform. Because yes. food brings people together and we actually want to change African yes. narrative uh, with that. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So so what is your biggest challenge in getting there? I think for the first thing in South Africa, I'll say access to, to funding because over the five years we've been self-funding, bootstrapping, uh, all the money, all the profit goes back into the business. I think raising funds in South Africa is quite difficult. Um, that's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, it's it's changing a little bit where you're getting a more, uh, there's more, um, how call it, there's, there's more entrepreneurship um, platform being created. Mm -hmm. So for instance, we've partnered recently with um, um, an organization called Startup Club Zede. Basically, their all aim is to bring the tech community with the, um, the investor, angel investor, VC together, yeah. growing, basically building an ecosystem. And I think it's actually getting there slowly and slowly. There's more initiative like that happening in yes. the country, but I think there's there's more to be done. I think when you look at the, the, the survey of how money is actually being invested in Africa, South Africa is very, it's actually below 10, I think, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. on the ring. So I think that's the first, the first challenge is, is that, uh, the second challenge is I'll say, is um, um, I think skills, specific skills for specific need that we need, especially I would say um, in, in in the IT part of the, of the, the business, mm -hmm. because we're looking for something specific. 
Um, sometimes I'm, I'm thankful we haven't had to outsource at the moment. No. Yeah. But I think as we grow, um, it's not something we want to do because we will always want to promote local uh, yeah. potential. Mm. Um, but I'll say those to the financial and and then and and then awesome. getting the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Philippe, thank you for that. Um, my last question: What is the one question that I should have asked but didn't, and what's the answer? Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> Uh, what are the challenges of, of being an entrepreneur in South Africa without being a South African? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll say the, the answer is, yeah, it's challenging. It's, it, there's a lot of challenges uh, with that. But I think um, when people always ask me, I always say, I don't have a plan B. So mm. my plan A is my plan A. So you give your 1,000% uh -huh. when you're not from a country. I think studies have shown that even in America, the top whatever 50 because businesses were started yeah. by immigrants and you have to give, you don't have plan B, you have to give your- You have to just do it, you've got to work at it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's inter interesting how, you know, you, you spoke about starting in 2018, um, you know, that's quite a five years, six years away already. And people think about business and they say, well, you know, look at that guy as an overnight success, but they don't see all the hard work and they don't see all the long hours that you put in. And especially I know in the food industry, there could be very long hours and, you work when uh, other people are having fun. So exactly. thank you so much for, for your openness. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us and uh, I hope and wish you lots of success in your business. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me and I really appreciate this opportunity.